Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Shot Podcast, where Uncle Greg and I talk everything pickleball and spread our passion for the game. If you haven't already done so, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast and on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. We appreciate all of the support and wonderful comments from all of our followers that we've been getting. And I am super pumped for today's episode. Uncle and Russ, how are you two doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. I think I'm double pumped. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Double shot for your double pump. Double shots today. (laughs) Yes, let's get it going. Yeah, start us off. Well, cheers, everybody. Here's to a double shot of whatever you're drinking, which I'm very curious, Bridgie. What are you drinking there? I've got a little Riesling shot. Is that a thing? Nice, Russ. What are you drinking? (laughs) I'm going going really hardcore tonight. Uh, Water. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got to take care of yourself. You gotta, you gotta I'm going double shot of whiskey, so cheers nice. to all of you. Cheers. Ooh, wee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did I get myself into? <laughs> See, somebody – that's why I have to have water tonight. Somebody's got to, you know, edit the show and get it all together and and actually know which buttons I'm pressing, so <laughs> – I actually think to, some you know, of our listeners really would appreciate if we're just sloshed by the end of the show. I think it'd be great. <laughs> I would appreciate it. <laughs> That's why I don't take a second and third shot because I I, I got to put all the show together. I mean, yeah, you know, we need, like you, you, to, guys, we need you to keep it together. Two right. of you need to need to drink more though. I I, I think that's. I think that's going to be my. Uh, if I'm going to go leave a review on uh, on iTunes and just say they need to drink more. Other than that, five stars. <laughs> I don't think I'd make a full three segments if that was the case. Okay. Pace it. That's that's why I'm here, though. I'm going to edit it all together. You're going to sound fine. <laughs> we appreciate that. We need that. We need you, Russ. We need you on that wall. <laughs> Well, speaking of alcohol, Uncle was telling me this story yes. about a guy named Jaeger and Pickleball <laughs> and Duper. Oof, Jaeger. So I met a gentleman, really, really nice guy. Wait, wait, wait a second, Greg. I, I got to interrupt here. Okay. Yeah, usually I, I my learning more question comes at the end, but uh, I just heard another term here. Uh, this is going to be my learning more question as well. What the heck's a Duper? So make sure you answer that <laughs> while you're talking about Jaeger here. <laughs> well, Duper is a rating app and it's nationwide. Uh, it's spelled D-U-P-R, Duper. So not quite like Super Duper, but it is Super Duper. <laughs> it is a fantastic app. And I think they actually have Super Duper events uh, where you can actually get rated when you play these duper events and it helps people figure out what level they're at. You've heard us talk about, you know, you, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you joke, you're, you're at 5. a point five, right? You're, yep. or you're working yeah. towards a point five. I'm working towards it. Yes. Working. I get there eventually. <laughs> Bridgie and I are kind of working on it as well, trying to, you know, move our rating up, but we really didn't know what our official rating is. And duper allows you to have an official rating that is recognized uh, with tournaments. So when mm-hmm. you're signing up for a tournament and they ask you what your rating is, you can use what Duper um, has assigned you based on your past matches. 
Now, the matches have to be sanctioned duper events. It's not like you can just go play with your friends and then go into Duper's app and say, oh, I won this 11-7 or whatever. You have to play these duper events where they're uh, actually with okay. other duper players that have been rated, and you see how you score against them. And you can do gotcha. singles, you can do doubles. It's a really cool app. I love it. So there's there's no cheating on this. Like I, I used to uh, remember the app Hot or Not. I used to just keep. <laughs> I used to keep just going until my photo would come up and give myself a ten. Uh, uh, I can't funny. do that with this though. I- <laughs> So going back to your question originally, Richie, about Jaeger and drinking. Yes, yes, Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger. So this guy I met uh, playing in um, one of the courts that I play at every Sunday night. And I play with him every once in a while. And he told me that he's actually throwing duper events now. And I go, mm. no kidding. Well, I want to get my duper rating. So he invited me. Oh, before, a little side note on Jaeger. That's not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> I, how did he get that nickname, I wonder? I wonder. <laughs> so just to kind of give you an idea of Jaeger, this guy oh. is totally cool. Anyway, he <laughs> is obviously that's his favorite drink, but he's all in on it, right? He's known by Jaeger. He drinks Jaeger, and he's got a nice tattoo, Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. on, and he's wow. proud of it, and I, he should be because it is a fantastic That's cat. Amazing, and he is all in, and I'm so supportive of it. He's he's awesome. He's a great guy. So anyway, he invited me to this duper event. So cool. He knows this lady that has in her home or out in her backyard has three different pickleball courts in her backyard. Three in her backyard. Three. It is wow. and now this is a gorgeous backyard. So Patty, the hostess that owns this house and her husband invite us all over to play this duper event. She's got three pickleball courts. She's got a pool. She's got a putting green. I mean, this is like the ultimate backyard. I love, I love her place. <laughs> and she's so nice. Patty, you know, makes us food and she, she's such a hostess. She plays with us. She's a very good player. I, uh, I'm sure you're listening, Patty. You are a very good pickleball player and even a better hostess. I mean, we had the best time. How fun. We need to get on that VIP list, Russ. Exactly. I mean, there's you're three courts. There's three up. of us. Uh-huh. We could all <laughs> could all get there somehow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got invited and we all kind of rotate in and play doubles and I think in the couple of hours, two and a half hours I was there, I got, you know, four or five games in, watched some other games, learned a lot. Really fun. How much Jaeger did you have? You know what? Now I got a problem with Jaeger. He didn't bring (laughs) any. He he wasn't sharing. Oh, man. So I do have a question, though, about duper events. Okay. Is there a designated number of games that you have to play at an event in order to get your rating? I believe the minimum number of matches you have to have in before you get a rating is three. So yours is coming soon then because you said you got four games, right? Right. So I played um, last week and they told me that my rating should be coming in hopefully tomorrow, actually. Nice. Yeah, so we'll see we'll see how it goes. 
you know, full disclosure, I won some matches, I lost some matches, so who knows what my rating's going to be? Um, who knows if I want to share what my rating's going to be? <laughs> All I can tell you is Duper is a fantastic app if you want to get rated and uh, take advantage of it. And they, and they post all these different events in your area. So it's not like I just have to go to this one spot to get my matches in. There's a lot of different duper events that are going on in the uh, Northern California. So I could travel around and I'm pretty much play one almost every week if I wanted to. That's great. I need to get on my, my duper rating. Well, I know you got, you downloaded the app, right? I so- did. Yeah. It was really easy to set up. You um, just basically provide them with the contact information a little weirded out when they asked me for my address, but then it was like, oh, we've got to recommend events in your area. So I was like, okay, they don't, they don't actually t- tell your address to anybody. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but I did receive something in the mail recently, and I don't know how they got my address. So maybe it's, I, I'm just maybe it's duper. It duper, duper. I'm sure it wasn't a duper. <laughs> no, I think it's in the it's the other cool thing that I found out, which I did not know until I went to this event is obviously you have your rating and it's going to change every time you play more matches. What I didn't realize is as the people that you played previously play more matches down the road, your rating will change depending on how they perform mm-hmm. and after they played you. So if they get better and you happen to have beaten them you know, in a past match, your rating will typically go up even if you haven't played. Oh, wow. So that's pretty interesting as well. I think that's... Um, really clever and how duper can keep track of all that it is yeah and i think we were talking with somebody recently and they were wondering too how they would match up against somebody in las vegas or if a 4-0 in las vegas is the same as in colorado and so they were saying that it's interesting to travel and kind of play against different people and go to the local courts and find out but duper sounds like a great app to kind of get a general census across the nation and not just it within your local courts, right? Yeah. And I think that's what the tournaments really rely on is using these kind of national apps to, for their ratings so that like, uh, you know, tournaments that people travel to, it is kind of interesting. It's like, okay, are the Denver 4.0s the same as the California 4.0s versus yeah. the Boston 4.0s? And I believe it's probably pretty darn close because of um, rating systems like Duper. Hmm. So, Russ, we got to get you to one. One yes. point oh. <laughs> We're going to get you there. On the quest to yes. one. <laughs> what is, what, what, realistically, what do you want to get to by the end of the year? I, I, I'm really, I, realistically, just on the board. Okay. <laughs> just, just, I'll take, I'll take the one. That's cool. So, really though, I guess. Wait. So, now I'm thinking about this duper thing, and I know you know we're we've we're, we're talking about how good this thing is, and so I'm thinking of how to how to game it, right? So, if I play really bad people, is that going to make me better? A bunch of bad people, is that going to make me better? You think, or well, if you're winning, in the score, like if you're winning eleven zero against a bunch of bad people, yeah, you're you're going to be looked at as better right you're not going to be you're not going to be worse than the bad people you're going to be better than than the people you're playing so continually beating people will obviously move your rating higher okay so if you've played 
less pickleball than me, please email the show. (laughs) (laughs) That way I get on the board. All right, we're gonna we're it, this is kind of like the matchmaking Reggie that we were talking about in a previous yeah. episode. We need to match Russ up with somebody that is negative rating. <laughs> yeah. negative zero. My nephew may be available. Nice, <laughs> nice. Right. I'm gonna basically I'm gonna play babies. He's, <laughs> he's getting do. good. You better watch out. <laughs> hey, you joke about that, but oh. I see some kids that are literally like three, four years old, and they're they're hitting the ball. <laughs> They're getting it over the net. Oh man! Okay, there's pressure now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if, if, I, if I match you up against a toddler, my my confidence level is going down. Just just so you know. <laughs> All I gotta say is lob, lob. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, I, I was going to ask you, there was a different learning more question that I had as well, but I'm going to save it for next week because it was actually something that we talked about in a previous episode about height. I, oh. I wrote this one down. I forgot about this, but it's it's how tall and, you know, how tall you are. Does it impact your play? And are you actually like not as good if you're playing if this and you're really tall? That, that was a, a rumor that I heard. So I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to tell you that now so that you can research that and figure that out for the next episode. How about that one? We should have asked uh, the Pickle Bros. That's what I was thinking because they're tall. They're like 6'4 they and 6'6. Six, six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we may need to bring them back. I don't know to just to answer this question for us. But okay. uh, yeah, okay. that's uh, that was something that I heard. And because I see pickleball everywhere now. Every single show I watch, it was in uh, the new Apple TV show. The uh, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it was in the CBS show Ghost. Uh, ghosts where there's a bunch of ghosts running around. They're talking about pickleball everywhere. I can't get away from pickleball. So, well, why would you um, want to get away? I always from hear that? these. Oh, exactly, exactly. Well, it's just it's following me everywhere. So I, I just want to I want to figure out like you know uh, everything I can know about it. So uh, that was that whole basis for the learning more thing. So I'm, I'm going to know so much about pickleball. It's going to be crazy. I guess I guess I'll also know um, what I don't know actually is coming. What's coming up on this show right now? What am I going to learn today? Who am I going to, who are we going to talk to? We are talking to Katie Luxem, who is the founder of Big Dill Pickleball Company. Great branding, great paddles, uh, and, and Katie is a really fun person to talk to. So come on back to Third Shot and learn a little bit more with Katie Luxem of Big Dill Pickleball Company. Pickleball is fun. Shouldn't your paddles be fun too? Big Dill Pickleball Company is a woman-owned company based in Salt Lake City, and they're serving up fun for America's fastest-growing sport. As the go-to brand for beginner and intermediate players, Big Dill Pickleball Company offers fresh, unique options on high-quality gear that is inclusive and fun for everyone looking to hit the court. Featured in Forbes, The New York Times, HuffPost, Men's Health, and more, Big Dill Pickleball Company is truly a big dill. Shop a selection of starter sets, USA Pickleball-approved paddles with covers, balls, and accessories at www.bigdillpickleballcompany.com. 
or Amazon.com or Walmart.com. As a special thanks to Third Shot Podcast, listeners get a 20% off their entire order with the code ThirdShot20 at BigDealPickleballCompany.com. Also, connect with them on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok for giveaways, pickle puns, and more. Welcome back to Third Shot. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast or on Twitter. Search for at Third Shot Pod. Bridgie and I are thrilled to be joined by Katie Luxem from Big Dill Pickleball Company. Welcome, Katie. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thanks. Well, we uh, can't wait to kind of get into learning more about Big Deal Pickleball Company. Before we get started, as tradition, we are all ready with our shots. So please join us. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We are ready to go. (laughs) All right, Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Like Uncle said, we are super excited to hear more about you and your pickleball background and how you built this company. So if you could start us off by telling us how you started playing pickleball. What was your first look at it? Yeah, sure. So I'm actually originally from Seattle, which is where pickleball was invented. Uh, So I grew up playing pickleball as a child. We'd play in PE at school and there were a few courts around. Um, And I also had paddles at home. We'd play in the driveway and just kind of mess around. So I actually thought it was kind of a mainstream sport, kind of on par with soccer or basketball or something. But then I moved away and people were like, what are you talking about? So bit of a wake up call there. That is so interesting. So I had never talked to anybody that grew up in Seattle kind of and grew up playing pickleball. Was it like that mainstream where like all the kids kind of had a paddle? I Obviously, paddles have grown a lot and evolved a lot since then. But did everybody have pickleball equipment growing up as a kid? I don't think everyone did, but it was definitely a thing in PE. So I think kids were just aware of it. And, you know, you do like a pickleball unit like you do a basketball unit or something like that. So it was kind of, um, it was just kind of known. And yeah, I didn't know. Were there courts? Like, were there public courts, the pickleball courts? Or I they feel all like there was, courts or? yeah, there was one that I knew of, but I lived kind of in the suburbs. I mean, there might've been more in the city. Um, it wasn't like, you know, people weren't playing like now, like currently, but it was definitely a little bit, people were aware of it. Wow. That would be so cool. I mean, Bridget, you had told stories in the past where you had it in PE, but it was like for one week and it just disappeared, right? You never saw it again. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. In high school, we had a segment and I think it was really just a week where they introduced it to us. We played it on some tennis courts. And then after that, I heard nothing about it um, aside from, I think it was my mom's friend at work. She was very much into pickleball. And PE and everything. And so when I came home and I told her, oh, we learned this game called pickleball in PE. She was like, oh, my friend at work, that's what she plays. But since then, no. And then all of a sudden it just kind of blew up. Yeah. And I don't know why we actually had paddles. We just had a bunch of weird, like we had like unicycles and pogo sticks too. So I don't know. We just (laughs) just had had like a bunch of random stuff to do. So maybe we're, maybe we're a bit out of the ordinary, but but then I didn't play for a long time, actually. Like I left, I moved, I lived in London for a while and I moved to Utah in 2018. And my husband saw mini tennis courts over at the rec center. And I was like, that is pickleball. Like we're back. And so I started playing again and it's kind of like coming home. So it was fun. Well, you're one of the rare people that we talked to that actually started playing before the pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So many people have kind of gotten into it since the pandemic, which is fantastic. I mean, the numbers have grown yeah. of how many players there are. But you started playing again in 2018. So what kind of stimulated you to think about starting your own company around pickleball? Yeah, so so I was actually playing a lot of roller derby and I was really passionate about it. And I ended up breaking both ankles in 2019. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's when I really came back to pickleball because I was like, this is the perfect sport for someone who, you know, is not wanting something as intense. And I realized it was a really unique sport for being inclusive, really accessible, really fun, and you can kind of play at any level. So I started playing a lot then. And I just thought, you know, why not, why not look at what equipment's out there? My background's almost entirely in content branding and e-commerce. So I worked at corporate Amazon in the U S and the UK And I worked as a consultant for a bunch of um, big, huge brands, multinational brands to help them succeed on Amazon. So I learned a lot about companies' mistakes and successes. And then when I was looking at the available options for pickleball on Amazon, I was like, there's kind of an opportunity here to stand out. And that's when I kind of started thinking about starting um, Big Deal Pickleball Company. Wow, that's an incredible story. And I hope (laughs) your ankles are okay. I mean, I've broken both of mine, but on separate occasions, I can't imagine it was separate. Yeah. I'll be clear, but I oh, came okay. back and then I broke, I broke the other one. And I was like, you know what? Probably roller derby career is probably over, but pickleball career is just beginning. Was, yeah. it, a, was it a pogo stick uh, accident? I just had to, you know, you mentioned pogo stick. I could <laughs> see it happening. No, but yeah, that, that would be a good way to break an ankle for sure. <laughs> so you have this incredible background in e-commerce, working with Amazon, did you face any particular obstacles with building Big Deal? Yeah, I mean, it was never my goal to be an entrepreneur. So I, I wasn't really thinking about the big picture when I started, you know, like I was just kind of thinking about, oh, we'll just we'll start small and we'll we'll grow it. And then I think pickleball really hit, uh, got a lot of momentum all of a sudden. And so it just started growing really fast. So that was definitely definitely a hurdle. And then, yeah, just kind of figuring out things as we go, go along. I think being a woman owned business has some particular challenges, but it's definitely, it's definitely been a learning experience. We started in March or uh, October, 2020. So like you said, a lot of, a lot of the pandemic pickleball boom has been great for us and been a big part of our company as well. So that's been cool. Yeah. You had mentioned the, you know, being a woman owned business and there, you know, were some challenges with that previous episode, we were talking to another uh, woman-owned business and, uh, you know, she was seeing the challenges as kind of, um, I don't know, something to overcome and, and, you know, look forward to in a sense as an opportunity to kind of break through and and help women uh, business owners, especially in the pickleball space. And I was just curious from your point of view, um, you know, how do you see those challenges that are kind of unique to women-owned businesses in this industry? Yeah. I mean, I think you can kind of frame it as, yeah, this is a challenge. And if we're not going to do it, who is? So you might as well jump in the game. But I think there's kind of, I was thinking about maybe three things that really are kind of a barrier to us, which is like access to capital and funding and the connections to kind of remedy that. It's kind of like an insular old boys club in a lot of ways. So that's that's been a little bit tricky. And then I think just struggling to be taken seriously is a problem too. There's a lot of like, I've been playing with I can't tell you how many men who've tried to explain the difference between an indoor and an outdoor ball to me, and they've been completely wrong. So, <laughs> so somebody I think needs you to get explain it to me that. first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it is confusing, but you, I think there's a lot of people out there that just think they know everything about it, um, you know, or they're going to explain it to you. 
And then, and for me personally, I think family obligations are kind of, <laughs> they're a lot of time that, that is taken. I have three kids and my husband also has a full-time job. So just dividing up responsibilities and, um, you know, the company's grown really fast. So it's gotten a lot bigger than, than it started out. And so it's just, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of obligations we have. So th- that can definitely be a challenge. That is a lot to balance. And when we were talking the other day, you did also mention you're working towards your master's, your MBA. Is that right? Yeah, I'm actually getting a master's in business uh, creation at the University of Utah, which is a really unique program because you have to come into it with a business that's already kind of ready to go. And they just help you with that sort of what I talked about, getting those connections, kind of learning about how to get funding, kind of just taking your business to the next level. And then you also have a great network of people who are also in a similar boat to you, maybe not. I mean, there's no other pickleball business in there, but there's definitely, you know, product businesses and e-com businesses and just a wide range of people that's been really fun to meet and talk to, talk to everyone and be a part of that. That sounds like a great program. And speaking of creation of businesses, I was wondering, because your image of your company, Big Dill, is so cute and it's so fun. How did you come up with that? Yeah. So like I said, I could see a lot of people coming to Amazon kind of for their initial pickleball paddle purchase. Like they go play with their friends on the weekend and then they're like, oh, I want to grab my own gear. So I could see people kind of coming to Amazon and not really seeing anything appealing. And so I was like, I want to do something better, something that stands out against the other paddles out there. And honestly, everything on Amazon kind of looked like uh, the side of an RV. It was just like black (laughs) with a little swoop of color. And I was like, you know what? Pickleball is really fun. It's really inclusive. It's kind of like makes people smile. Why is there no brand kind of doing that angle? And so I thought that would be really cool, um, a cool branding and kind of different than anything else out there. I think you've accomplished that. It's so cute. I love the designs. I, I want to take a step back, though, because you mentioned something that is kind of very topical with, with me and Russ. Uh, we have a DIY for business podcast where we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners. And one of the biggest challenges that come up is the balance of work life, right? It's like, mm-hmm. how do you balance running a company dealing with employees, then you have kids, you have a a spouse, and then you're going for your master's as well. I mean, that is so much on your plate. Plus, you're doing so well with your company. So it's like, at least from my point of view, that's not suffering. So how do you actually just accomplish all that? Because it's it's such a difficult task for most business owners today. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it's really cut into my pickleball time, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time playing four or five times a week like I used to, but no, um, yeah, that's, that's a great point. And I think, um, something I've kind of seen is the busiest people are also the most efficient and the most like reliable. And I don't know, I kind of see myself as thriving in that busy mindset. I really like to always have stuff I'm working on, uh, different irons in the fire. And I don't know, it just makes me feel good about my day when I've, uh, accomplish stuff with the business. And also, you know, my kids can play pickleball and we've donated equipment to their schools and stuff like that. So I think everything kind of feeds into each other and balances each other out really nicely. It's it's not, it's not to say there aren't tough days or days where there just aren't enough hours, but I think it's been a really good experience to have the control and ownership of your own business and be able to drive that at the pace you want. And then also, um, you know, live your life outside of that and kind of grow in other ways. 
Well, I kind of took us on a little sidetrack there, but I do want to get into the paddles and talk a little bit about all the cool product that you have. So we do need to take a quick break. uh, And when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about the Big Bill uh, Pickleball Company paddles and merch that you have. It's adorable. And uh, we'll be right back with Katie Luxemburg. Pickleball is fun. Shouldn't your paddles be fun too? Big Deal Pickleball Company is a woman-owned company based in Salt Lake City, and they're serving up fun for America's fastest growing sport. As the go-to brand for beginner and intermediate players, Big Deal Pickleball Company offers fresh, unique options on high-quality gear that is inclusive and fun for everyone looking to hit the court. Featured in Forbes, The New York Times, HuffPost, Men's Health, and more, Big Dill Pickleball Company is truly a big dill. Shop a selection of starter sets, USA Pickleball-approved paddles with covers, balls, and accessories at www.bigdillpickleballcompany.com or amazon.com or walmart.com. As a special thanks to Third Shot Podcast, listeners get a 20% off their entire order with the code thirdshot 20 at BigDealPickleballCompany.com. Also, connect with them on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok for giveaways, pickle puns, and more. Welcome back to Third Shot Podcast. We were on a quick break, but we are right back to it with Katie Luxum, the founder of Big Deal Pickleball Company. Welcome back, Katie. Hey. Hi. So before we get started, Uncle, I think this is your favorite part of the show. This is my favorite part because (laughs) this is our, well, you know what? For this episode, this is really a big deal. So (laughs) everybody, please. (laughs) Not that you've never heard that before, huh, Katie? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But please join us. Let's cheers to Big Deal Pickleball Company. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, so before the break, we uh, wanted to get more into the paddles themselves, and I love the designs. How do you come up with your designs? Yeah, so I actually work with a designer that I've known since junior high. She's also a woman, and we worked together on projects previously, and we just have a really good vibe and work together really well. So I kind of um, input a lot into the initial ideas and she comes back with some really great ideas and we kind of fed back off each other and came up with a few different designs. We love coming up with designs, but we really wanted to pick a couple favorites because we didn't want to have like a huge catalog of things. Uh, we wanted to be really tailored to what people were looking for in, in pickleball paddles and have like just two main designs. So we settled on two that we got USA pickleball approved, which is the original and the infinity. And then later on, we launched a wooden paddle set. So that's out there as well. And yeah, we just kind of work together when we need a design and it's a really great relationship. That's amazing that you get to work with a friend, especially from junior high. I, don't, I know. Yeah. I don't now, know if I have any friends from junior high left. Now, was this a friend from Seattle? Yeah. We lived uh, down the street from each other. And so, yeah, just knowing her, we went through high school together and just kept in touch. And she's, she's a really talented designer. Her name's Adrian, And yeah, just kept in touch with her. And whenever I need design help, she's my go-to person. I have to ask a quick follow-up question because, you know, part of your design is 
a pickle, right? You know, holding mm-hmm. a, a paddle. And I wanted to know, is there a name of that pickle? Do you have you named him or her? We sometimes call it Pickle Dude, but its actual name is Parkinson because that's the last name of the designer. So it's Parkinson the Pickle. <laughs> we don't I really use it anywhere, but yeah, we don't use it anywhere, but you know, we, we like to know what it is. I was thinking the same thing. So I'm glad you asked that, Uncle. <laughs> because it, that pickle, pickle had to have a name. It's so, it's so cute, right? It's smiling, holding the paddle. It had to have a name. I mean, it was actually kind of hard because we wanted it to be funny, but, you know, it's a certain shape and it doesn't need to be that funny. And it also <laughs> just, <laughs> we didn't want, we wanted it to be cute, but also like, I don't know, there, there were a lot of ideas thrown around with the pickle. I'll tell you that there were some that were angrier and some that were cuter. So it was fun. So I had an opportunity to use the paddle and to bring it. So I work, um, I've mentioned this before, at the UNLV Rec Center. And so we've gotten to put up a net there um, and play on our lunch break a couple of times. And so I brought this paddle with me. And the feedback that I received from it, people were so excited to see it and to play with it. And they thought it was so cute. Um, We're definitely going to have to get some more out there and to let you know, let them play with it. And I told them about the buttons that you have as well. That says you look like a big deal. And so (laughs) they were bugging me. They wanted those buttons from me. And I told them no, but we'll get them some. Yeah, I'll have to send you some more because it's fun. (laughs) People love the pickle. They do. Yeah, I had a chance to uh, take the paddle out as well. And I was wearing your shirt. And yeah, you know what? I got so many comments about the shirt. Like people were really in. So they noticed the shirt first and then, you yeah. know, and then they see me out on the court and I have the, the paddle and then, you know, they, they figured out the whole tie in. Right. And, yep. um, and uh, I don't typically get comments or compliments on what I wear. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> so, you definitely leveled me up on the court with the, the, the shirt, the paddle. Everybody was really commenting on Greg, what's up with you today? You're looking good, right? You, you're, you're in the pickleball mood. So uh, thank you for being so generous and sending us both the paddles, the pins, the pat, uh, the shirts, the stickers, I mean, uh, your branding is so good. Is that something that you brought in from um, at Amazon because you saw all of the branding that was going on, you know, obviously on, on Amazon, you figured out what was the kind of right business model that you wanted to really launch your company with? Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. And thank you for being such a good brand spokesperson out there. But um I think what you said, you know, is it about the branding you see? It was really about the branding I didn't see. There wasn't a lot of companies that had a distinctive brand. There was a lot of unpronounceable names, no content, no nothing telling a player like why they might want carbon fiber versus fiberglass or, you know, is this a good paddle for women? Is this good for teens? That sort of stuff. So I just took everything I wasn't seeing and tried to channel that into kind of a different approach. And that's kind of what we what we go for with our brand. Really distinctive, really like fun and welcoming and then just kind of draw people in that way. And I think you all do a fantastic job because it really does uh, catch your eye and it makes it easy for somebody who um, has never really dabbled in the pickleball world to figure out what they need and, you know, the items and the equipment that is accessible to them. So great job there. Yeah. 
Thank you. And I think another thing too, is we try to be like the go-to brand for beginner and intermediate players. I mean, our paddles are USA Pickleball approved. They're the same high quality materials and components and, you know, everything, the technology is the same, but it's really branded for that beginner player, that intermediate player, you know, you're playing with your family or your college buddies, or, you know, you're buying paddles for your, your vacation house or something. It's really to be that fun welcoming element rather than a lot of companies that are going after, you know, pro level player. And I think we all know there are certain brands that that's going to hit um, them. Uh, Could you talk a little bit more about your paddles specifically, like the specs of it? Yes. So we decided to offer two paddles um, based off what people were kind of looking for and searching for. Um, And one of them is a fiberglass paddle. That's the infinity with the pickle in the middle. And then one is the original and that's a carbon fiber paddle. So those are just really good materials, really popular materials for paddle. Um, both of them have a polypropylene honeycomb core. Um, and then they just have slightly different sizes. The fiberglass one is a little wider. It's got a really good sweet spot. And the carbon fiber one's just kind of an ideal size for a lot of control and um, just kind of working on your short game and stuff like that. So a couple of different options. And they're both USA Pickleball approved. Both have a similar grip. Um, kind of fun, like contrast stitching on the handle, really comfortable handle. And yeah, they're both pretty popular, equally popular, which has kind of been fun. And who would you say is the target uh, player for for your paddles? Yeah. So a lot of companies are kind of going after a pro level player. Whereas for us, we've always wanted to be targeting that beginner, that intermediate player, people who are Um, just playing with their friends, their families, getting a few um, paddles for their vacation house, whatever, you know, vacations are going on. I think most people that come to the sport are playing like eight or less times a year. And that's really our, our um, segment of the market is, is that, that kind of player. Well, they're all super fun. And although you do, um, majority of your sales are paddles, you do have other merchandise that is available for purchase. Can you share with our listeners what else they could find on your website? Yes. So we also have the paddles bundles as as sets, which is a really great, it makes a really great gift, but it also is just a great starter pack for anyone going to paddles. So you get two paddles with the cover. Um, and then it comes in a green bag with two balls. So it's kind of everything you need to play if you're just getting your doubles partner out on the court. And then we also offer a four pack of wooden paddles. This was really Amazon specific to cater to, um, really, really truly beginners, kids, people, families, just buying paddles. And then because we had the sets, we offer a four pack of balls. Um, and that's an outdoor ball and it's bright green, which is, which is fun and kind of on brand. And then lastly, we offer the neoprene cover. Um, A lot of really even expensive paddles don't come with covers. So we just kind of thought people were asking for the covers that came with our paddle separately. So we thought, why not um, sell those as well? So we have a black one and a lime green one. People have options and it's just uh, they fit most paddles as long as it's not extra long. And, you know, one thing I was really curious about is you have a, you know, selection of a couple paddles right now and you have the sets. What's the future? for a big deal pickleball company. Do you plan on coming out with new paddles uh, or different types of merchandise? Yeah, we've seen a lot of luck with the accessories. We'd perhaps like to do a bag at some point, like a a shoulder bag. Um, We also have tons of like paddle design ideas, but I've honestly seen a lot of companies have too big a catalog, especially with getting USA Pickleball approval and stuff like that and kind of marketing everything. We'll probably try to keep it pretty small, but 
I think, you know, we always have fun ideas for new designs and we might do something there. We all are, we are also going to do a sort of higher end paddle that doesn't have the pickle on it. It's a, um, it's a really cool paddle and we're going to come out with that in the spring. So it's already, it was USA Pickleball approved last spring, but we just kind of held off on it um, to promote our, our main lines, but that's kind of in the pipeline as well. Well, we're super excited to see what that looks like for our listeners. Can you share with them where they can find some of your products? What's the best way that they can purchase one of these big deal paddles? Um, the best place to buy our paddles is big And we have everything that we offer in our catalog on there. And we've also got a discount for your listeners. It's third shot 20. So you can enter that at checkout and get 20% off. And you can also check us out on amazon.com or walmart.com if you want to read reviews or just kind of see what what other content is out there. Oh, that is so generous of you to offer that discount to our listeners. We really appreciate that. And, And thank you so much for coming on our show. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me and letting me explain a little more about what we're about. So it's been really great talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much, Katie. It's been a lot of fun and we can't wait to play more with your paddle. Awesome. And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Katie Luxum of Big Dill Pickleball Company. Go check out their website at BigDillPickleballCompany.com. Use code THIRDSHOT20 for your special 20% discount. We'll have the link at the ThirdShotPodcast.com website. Support the show by subscribing, and we promise to have more amazing guests just like Katie in future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast.